Welcome to How You Pictured It, the podcast for creative entrepreneurs ready to grow their business in a way that feels good. Here you'll find actionable tips and tools to create the business and life you pictured. I'm your host, Kate Hyde with Dear Kate Brand Strategy. Let's get started. On today's episode, we're going to talk about a type of content and marketing that might seem outdated, but really is still one of the best ways to grow your photography business, and that is blogging. Blogging is a way of creating content that lives on your own website, and it can be anything from blogging photos from a session to giving potential clients information about your services and what you offer to teaching them about the importance of photographs. As photographers, we're not always the best writers, but blogging is still a very valuable way to get in front of your potential clients and to build a relationship with them before they even book a session. Let's talk about a few ways that blogging is a valuable tool for your photography business. First, your blog is a home for your content that is all your own. All of our social media platforms are owned by other people. And then when we put our content on those platforms, they can disappear at any time. The algorithm can change. The rules for posting can change. The social media platform can just disappear altogether. So we're putting our time and our energy into building content on those platforms, and it could really just up and disappear at any point. Whereas your blog is information that you own, you own your website, and that content stays forever. You just have to make sure you back it up, but it is yours and it can't go away. I love having my blog as a home base for all of my information that I share so that I can point people back to my website, which also shows them the services that I offer and lets them dig into booking with me or learning more about what they can get with my business. Of course, I still use social media, but having this home base for all of my information and then being able to break it out into little parts that I share on social media and driving traffic back to my own website is super helpful in helping my photography business grow. The content we create for our blog doesn't just have to be pictures from sessions that we've done and stories about how great the weather was or how fun the family was, how cute the kids were. That content has a place, but we can also create content that helps us build authority with our audience, with potential clients, so that they know us and they like us and they trust us. And that's ultimately what leads to them booking a session with us. Our blog gives us a space to show what we know and to teach our potential customers how to use our services and why they need them. It also gives us a platform to show that we're a member of our community and can show how we use other services in our community and recommend them. Some of the easiest blog posts that I write are things like what to wear for your session or how to display your photos. I also share blog posts that make me relatable to my community. I'm a mom and I shoot family photos. So I have a lot in common with my clients and showing them the fun things that we do around our community or services that we've used and even just little bits of my personality can help potential clients relate with me. You're probably thinking, yeah, I can also do that on my social media channels. And you're right, but the content that you create on your blog is much more long lasting content. A social media post will be viewed and discarded within probably that first week of sharing, whereas your blog content is evergreen and can be shared over and over again. 
Social media is still part of the picture, though, and another tool that we use. But creating a blog is a great place to have a home base for all of that content and makes it so that you can repurpose and reshare little bits here and there throughout the year. And in the long run, that saves you time. And here's where we come to the biggest part of blogging for me. And that's SEO, which stands for Search Engine Optimization. It's a big fancy word for making your website more readable by Google so that your listing comes up in search results. Google is searching for words on your website most of all. When you don't have a blog on your website, you're really missing out on a lot of potential real estate for more words that Google can search. Blog posts are great for answering questions that the people searching for your services are asking. You can write blog posts about things like, why should you hire a newborn photographer? Or what to look for in a newborn photographer? Or when should you hire a newborn photographer? These are all things that people are Googling. If you have those questions answered on your website, it's going to make it so that Google shows your results above sites that don't have that information. The other way that blogging helps your SEO is by driving traffic to your website. People are looking at your website for things that are not necessarily booking a session, but by having more people come to your website to read articles about activities in your community or how to display photos, you're showing Google that you're a resource. Using keywords like your location and photography, pictures, family, help Google see what your website is about. Then when you drive traffic to that website from those keywords, Google will continue to rank you in those same keywords. When I started my business back in 2011, I definitely blogged a lot. I had the time and I had some knowledge to share. My most popular posts were what to wear posts. People were always asking what they should wear for their photo session, and I found it easiest to explain that information through a blog post where I could share pictures. I did a weekly what to wear blog post for several weeks, and that really helped build up traffic to my website and give people an idea of who I was. It also gave me something to share when I wasn't really taking that many pictures yet. That content gave me some visibility in my community. I would share those posts in local mom groups, my Facebook page, and my Facebook business page, and people would click to the website. Reading those posts let them know that I was a professional photographer and I was available in their area and put me at top of mind when they were ready to book. Nearly 11 years later now, I still get traffic from those old blog posts, and that helps people find me still. Even though the content is old and outdated, I can go in and update those posts to lead people to new information. By doing that, Google still sees the information as relevant and the people coming to the website do as well. Blogging has definitely been one of the best ways to market my business throughout the years. The time that I've invested in writing blog posts has always come back to me and it's work that lasts. All right, now that we're all on board with the value of blogging, let's talk about a few different types of blog posts that you can create. Whenever you're creating any kind of content, you want to think about where your customer is on their journey towards a session with you. Some of your clients are going to be people who are not even aware they need photos yet. Some are aware that they need photos, but they don't know about your services. Some have already booked with you and are looking for more information to prepare for their session. 
And then we also have clients who have booked with you, had their session, and are coming back to your website looking for content as well, and probably considering booking again. These stages of that customer journey are all places that we want to think about and target in our writing and in our content creation. So for example, a person that's in that unaware phase, they don't really know that they need photos yet. They haven't thought about that. We're going to try to target content around things that they are searching for. For a potential customer for newborn photos that's unaware of their need for newborn photos yet, I would suggest things like interviewing local doulas for blog posts. You could write a hospital packing list. You could write a post about transitioning from newlyweds to new parents or whatever you have experience with that you can share from that phase of life. This gives us an opportunity to show our personality and our values to potential clients and we'll come up in searches as they're looking for other services and other questions they may have, and that will help them become aware of newborn photography. So really, we're just thinking about what adjacent information they might be searching for and trying to lead them into our world and show them what the options are and the opportunities you have for them. For someone who is aware that they want photos and they're looking for a photographer to book, you're going to change your strategy a little bit. Here's where you're going to start explaining your services more. Your blog posts are going to be about questions they would have, like what's the newborn session experience like? What's it like to have family photos with this photographer? What questions should I ask when looking for a photographer? Those are all blog posts you can use. This is also where you'll put your what to wear for photos content. These people are looking for that information and leading them to your website shows them that you are an authority on this information and a good resource and the person that they should book. These what to wear posts also lead into the next category, which is someone who is booked with you, but is still exploring your site and looking for more content from you. This is how you really build a deep relationship with someone and get them coming back to you year after year. Ideas for content in this area are what to wear posts, how to display your photos, gift ideas for professional photos, and posts about the kinds of prints and products that you offer. Another idea here is how to prepare for your session. The posts in this category and the previous category can kind of all blend together. This is really where the meat of your information is going to be on your website and where I would focus the most time on your content. It's a lot easier to draw someone in that is already aware that they want photos and are looking for a photographer. And then finally is the client who is already booked with you, had their session, and are looking for maybe another session. Here's where I would start talking more about things like why you should do photos every year, or you could write a post about how often should you have photos of your baby taken. You could do a post about creating a tradition of photos and photography, things like that really fall well into this realm. I'd also suggest building in some community posts in any of these categories where you're sharing things around your community. I've done lists like summer bucket lists for our family of activities that we like to do in the summer. Those are always great resources for the moms in your area and helps people share your website. And again, bringing in that traffic is always helpful no matter what reason the people are coming to your site. 
if you're a good resource, it will help you rank higher in Google for that search engine optimization. One more quick tip I want to share before we wrap up today is that Pinterest is also a search engine. All of these types of posts that we've talked about here are perfect for pinning to Pinterest. People go to Pinterest to look for ideas about photography all of the time, and they look for things in their local area as well. Pinterest is another great way you can drive traffic to your website without a whole lot of extra work on your part. If you're interested in starting a blog for your own photography business or already have one and need help amping it up, you can grab my free blogging checklist at dearkatebrandstrategy.com slash blogging dash four F-O-R dash photographers, or you can find that link in the show notes on whatever app you're listening in. The checklist gives you all the information you need to optimize your blog posts and help bring in more traffic to your website. And in the end, that helps you book more clients. If you found value in this episode, I would really appreciate you sharing on social media, rating the podcast in Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and leaving a review. If you have questions or ideas for another episode, I'd love to hear from you. You can DM me on Instagram or TikTok at Dear Kate Brand Strategy. Talk to you soon.